Welcome to Sweet Seats, episode 15. I'm your host, Gary Beaver. This is Tyler Ratliff. How are we doing? Ryan Bunn. Hi. And Jack Heiderberg. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about the Pro Bowl. So, start off with the roster for the AFC. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson all will be participating. Uh, you know Ryan who should be in there? Who? Josh Allen, not that Lamar Jackson. so true. Josh Allen, true. He 100% should what, not be in there. He's had a great year so far. I mean, disappointing loss against the Chiefs, but he really has been playing great. Much better than Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar got injured, like, what, halfway through the season, and somehow he still beat out Josh Allen. Doesn't make any sense. But uh, all three quarterbacks will be participating in the Pro Bowl for the AFC. Uh, for running backs, it's going to be Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, and it was going to be Joe Mixon, but he was replaced by Najee Harris. I don't know how I feel about that, but... Yeah, I think Najee Harris had a great year as a rookie, of course, but we'll see. I don't know if there's really anyone better. I think he'll do a good job, though. So the wide receivers are going to be Tyreek Hill. It would be Jamar Chase. Congratulations on him getting to the Super Bowl. Uh, Stephon Diggs and then Keenan Allen and Deontay Johnson from the Pittsburgh Steelers will replace Jamar Chase. I mean, you really can't complain with the AFC wide receivers. I mean, they all had great years. The only one that maybe could have been changed was Keenan Allen and I'm sure you could have found somebody to replace him that was better but I mean overall it's just a pretty good list I feel definitely definitely so for the tight ends Mark Andrews from the Baltimore Ravens will be playing I don't know how I feel about that one but Travis Kelsey is going to be his backup obviously Travis Kelsey was going to make that everybody knew that yeah I feel like those tight ends are pretty strong for the AFC yeah, yeah they're definitely one and two on the year I would say maybe Kittle is a number two or number three but i think overall in, in the, the afc game. they're definitely the top two yeah yeah so we can skip past the line unfortunately sorry to all the linemen out there but we'll go to the fullback which is patrick rickard from the baltimore ravens it's the same two fullbacks every single year i mean there's never going to be a change it's always kyle use check and that guy so like it's just i mean not much you're going to do about that yeah it's, they're just such a dominant forces that there's nothing you can really do so for DNs, it's going to be Miles Garrett from the Cleveland Browns, Max Crosby from the Raiders, and Trey Hendrickson from the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, you can't get much better when you have Miles Garrett on your defensive line. That guy is unbelievable. The stuff he can do, it's crazy. Yeah, and then Trey Hendrickson will not be participating due to him being the Super Bowl. So for their interior linemen, they're going to be running DeForest Buckner. I definitely support that. He's 100%. had a great year so far. Uh, Chris Jones, Cameron Hayward, and uh, Jeffrey Simmons will actually be replacing Chris Jones, unfortunately. Uh, the outside linebackers, T.J. Watt, who is the Defensive Player of the Year this year. He is definitely the Defensive Player of the Year, no question about it. I mean, he tied the sack record, like, just unbelievable. He's had a standout yeah. year, definitely. Yeah, nobody thought when Michael Strahan broke that record and said it that anyone would even come close to even tying the record. And when he did that, that's caught so many people's eyes. It's crazy. Keep in mind, he didn't play two games, too. So you can't say that, oh, it was a longer season. Like, he got one less game. Imagine if he had those two games back. He, I guarantee he would have broke the record. Yeah. No doubt about it. Definitely a clear, concise winner. Uh, joining him will be Joey Bosa, Matt Juden, and Harold Laundry. Unfortunately, though, Joey Bosa will not be participating. A little bit disappointing, but what can you do? So, the inside middle linebackers are going to be Darius Leonard and Denzel Perryman. 
That's a pretty good solid nice, lineup. Nice. Uh, as far as cornerbacks, you have J.C. Jackson, Xavion Howard, Denzel Ward, and Kenny Moore the second. I'd say I gotta take the NFC as far as corners go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they got Trayvon Diggs. Just saying. Yeah. I and mean, they got Micah Parsons as a linebacker. Just saying. Yeah. Cowboys just a bunch of studs. Yeah. So uh, for free safeties, they have Kevin Byard. I can support that. I can support that. And then for strong safeties, they have Derwin James and Tyron Matthew. Yeah, Derwin James had a great year after being injured last year. Just came back as strong as we knew he was going to be. Great, great, great player. Great comeback year for him. Definitely. So for the NFC roster, we have originally Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Kyler Murray. Unfortunately, due to Tom Brady's retirement, he will be replaced by Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers will be replaced by Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's just a loss. That's yeah. yeah. a yeah. big loss. Those were the two front runner MVPs. Yeah, and definitely two big downgrades from yeah. Aaron Rodgers down to Kirk Cousins and Brady down to Russell Wilson, who did not have a great year this season. Yeah, I can I can't imagine Kyler Murray as a a starter in the Pro Bowl. It just seems wrong. Yeah, I mean he's a good player, but he doesn't deserve to start in the Pro Bowl compared to those two guys. It's it's, it's just just a loss. Yeah, it's crazy just because of the year that Brady had and he came out and retired right after losing to the Rams that he wouldn't want to try to play that last game in the Pro Bowl, but he probably just wants to be done. But, yeah. I mean, can you think of any other NFC quarterback that could replace them instead of those two? Because I feel like those two just aren't the two quarterbacks to replace them. Like, they just didn't have that outstanding of years. Yeah. At, I don't want to – well, the mm, quarterbacks weren't lacking in the NFC necessarily. But none of them just stuck out. Yeah, and there was none to really replace the top runners. So, for running backs, you have Delvin Cook, James Conner, and Alvin Kamara. That is a solid three. Definitely a bunch of standout players. Uh, Wide receivers would be Cooper Cup. He is going to be replaced by Debo Samuel, uh, Devontae Adams, and then Justin Jefferson. And then Mike Mike Evans uh, is actually going to replace Devontae Adams. So, another loss. Yeah. Another loss. But, I mean, most of those make sense. Devo Samuel, obviously, he's going to be in it after the crazy year he had. Unfortunately, he had to end the playoff run. But, I mean, he gave it his all this whole year. Yeah. Definitely a solid wide receiver core for the NFC. Uh, for tight ends, they have George Kittle and Kyle Pitts. Definitely yeah. a solid two. Yeah, Kyle Pitts had a great rookie year. And a lot of people didn't think he was going to do good just because of the fact that He's a receiving tight end, and a lot of the receiving tight ends that come into the NFL their rookie year don't do as well just because they can't block as good as the other guys. Yeah, and congratulations to him for making it to the Pro Bowl on his first year. Uh, once again, unfortunately, we've got to skip past the linemen. Shout out to them, though. Uh, Kyle Juzek is going to be the fullback, of course. Obviously. Uh, for defense, defensive end is going to be Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, and Cameron Jordan. Studs. I'm excited to see a Bosa on Bosa lineup. Yeah, That's going to be exciting. To watch. Yeah, yeah, very fun. Uh, as far as interior linemen, it would be Aaron Donald. Unfortunately, he's in the Super Bowl. Uh, he's being replaced by Vita Vea, which I'm definitely not disappointed about. Great player right there. Uh, Jonathan Allen. And then Kenny Clark is being replaced by Javon Hargrave. A lot of people not playing in the Pro Bowl this year. It's kind of yeah. disappointing. Yeah, it's crazy how many people don't participate. It probably has something to do with, like, injuries because they don't want to be hurt for the next season coming up. That's mm-hmm. probably it. But, yeah. I mean, it just looks like such an awesome experience to be in the Pro Bowl and then just to drop out of it after earning it with your great season just doesn't make much sense to me. But 
So for outside linebackers, you have Chandler Jones, Robert Quinn, and Shaquille Barrett. I think they have a much better outside linebacker core than the AFC. I think overall the NFC is just more stacked in terms of people. Definitely, yeah. So for inside my linebackers, you have Micah Parsons, Bobby Wagner, and Devin White. Definitely a solid three again. Yeah, That's I mean, you got the best linebacker in the league, Dallas Cowboys, Micah Parsons. Unbelievable. Yeah. Great rookie season. So for the corners, you have Trayvon Diggs, Jalen Ramsey, who will not be participating, Darius Slay, and Marshawn Lattimore. Definitely a solid three. No doubt about it. 100%. I feel that Trayvon Diggs will just have to get a pick in the Pro Bowl. I mean, he has to. After 11 picks in the season, he just has to get one in the Pro Bowl. Has to. It's bound to happen. So for free safeties, they have Quanjer Diggs and then Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, for strong safeties, Buda Baker and Harrison Smith. I got to say, the NFC defense is looking a lot better than the AFCs right now. Yeah, 100%. I, I think I'm going NFC for the win. I mean, besides quarterbacks, what are they lacking in? And, I mean, the quarterbacks aren't even that bad. Russell Wilson's has a lot of experience, and he's still a good quarterback just with an off year. But I'm definitely going NFC for the win. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to join you with that pick. Yeah, especially Russell Wilson. Even though he didn't have a good year this year, he did win a Super Bowl, and that says a lot. So. Yeah, and especially if Kyler Murray has a solid line behind him that he can see over, <laughs> then I think he might be able to get a win right there. So, let's talk about the events that happened yesterday. So, in Mac Jones won the Thread the Needle event for the NFC. I think that that was something that was somewhat predictable just because he's a, a very skill-oriented player. Yeah, more of a thrower instead of a runner, which helped him in this case. Yeah, definitely something that uh, helped the NFC secure that. Uh, and then the NFC also won the dodgeball event. Of course. Uh, Justin Jefferson getting a clutch one-handed grab by Nick Chubb, who threw a... They were chucking those balls in that game. I think Micah Parsons, I heard somewhere it was like 100 miles per hour or something, which I didn't really believe, but they were, they were throwing them. Yeah, that's, it's always fun to see them, you know, compete in something else other than uh, the competitive level of football. Yeah, they're all having a great time. Yeah. But I think the biggest shocker was Micah Parsons winning fastest man against the Cheetah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's a linebacker. I, I, I saw there was a little bit of a, a late start by uh, the Cheetah. You know, he, was, he wasn't really down in his stance, but a win's a win. You a can win hold it over win. him. Yeah. So the, the Pro Bowl is going to be February 6th at 3 p.m. in Las Vegas. Uh, so now let's talk about NFL awards. So. Uh, the AFC Offensive Player of the Year is running back Jonathan Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts. 100%. No one else No one else is just, no. Yeah, Definitely. Especially because coming into the season, people expected him to be decent, but have the year that he had, that was unbelievable. Yeah, definitely a standout player. Overall, the Offensive Player of the Year, though, is Cooper Cup, since, you know, it's, it's Cooper Cup. I mean, he got the triple crown in receiving, so, I mean, the offensive player is Cooper Cup. Jonathan Taylor can be a nice second, but it, it's Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup had that. a dominant year all year, like breaking so many records, and he really helped out that Rams team get to the next step, and he stepped up with Matthew Stafford, and he definitely helped them out get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but who knows if the Stafford trade never – if it didn't happen, like if Jared Goff would have helped him put up those same stats that he did this year. I don't think he would have. Yeah. No. Speaking of Cooper Cup, he won the NFC, NFC Offensive Player of the Year. 
congrats to him. And I really think if if they take this Super Bowl, that's really going to push his MVP uh, status even farther. So the AFC Defensive Player of the Year was T.J. Watt. Yeah, I think yeah, everybody saw that coming. That. Yeah, he really had a, a phenomenal year. I mean, tying the sack record could have had more. You know, unfortunately, some unforeseen circumstances. You know, but I don't. No one could deny that he's no definitely one. the Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, it's going to be him and Miles Garrett for a while. And mm-hmm. just going back and forth. Yeah. One thing that might have surprised me a little bit is the NFC Defensive Player of the Year was Micah Parsons for the Cowboys. I mean, does that surprise you, though? I mean, I, the guy was a beast. Like, the things that he did out there as a rookie and just destroyed team after team. Insane. He was a, he was a game changer. He was quite literally a game changer. It was great, but just because of that short playoff run, I don't know. I just – I wish I saw something new, but I guess he is pretty great. Yeah, Dak kind of kind of choked on that yeah. playoff run, but it's whatever. AFC Coach of the Year was Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee Titans. Veto. I'm sorry. I just can't support that. Bill Belichick. Yeah. 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 I mean, Bill Belichick took one of the – I mean, Mac Jones coming into the draft wasn't even close to being in the top three. Was he top five at least, though? I think he was top five. Yeah. Yeah, and take a QB like that and just make him one of the best QBs in the NFL. That's crazy. Yeah. And, I mean, that's really – on offense, Mac Jones is their most known player, and he's a rookie. Like, to take that offense and get to where they did, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, imagine if Belichick can get him some more wide receivers this year or a running back, how much deadly they're going to be next year. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, everybody was always – or not doubting, but, you know, kind of just going against Belichick because, you know, oh, you got this sort of chubby white guy as uh, your QB. But it's just the the Brady effect. He likes it, you know. Uh, the NFC Coach of the Year was Matt Lafar from the Green Bay Packers. I can, yeah, I can expect that. A great regular season, unluckily a bad postseason, of course, that night lost to the 49ers, but mm-hmm. still a great regular season. Best record in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a little iffy, though, just because if you look at the division that the Packers are in, they have two games against the Vikings, two games against the Bears, and two games against the Lions. That's six games that are easy wins. Yeah, they definitely have the well, most weak division in the NFL. And then when they played San Francisco, obviously in the playoffs, they got clobbered. So with that decision for Green Bay's head coach, I kind of disagree with that because if he would have finished a little bit better, maybe. But Plus he's still. got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty six easy wins until they face the Lions. That's when it really happens. Yeah. Uh, I had to put it to them. So uh, as you can see, the New England Patriots actually came up empty. This is uh, – they were, had a run where they had 12 people in their uh, MVP status for – from – sorry, from 2008 to 2019. Uh, and then this is going to be the second year that it happened where there's none. Well, that's what happens when you lose Brady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones, he, I mean, I, I don't think he can just do the same thing. He's a great quarterback, but I don't think he can create the same – you know, legacy that Brady did. Absolutely. It's not. pretty hard just to take a rookie and compare him to the greatest quarterback or even player in NFL history, like right off the bat. It's pretty hard to come to those standards as a rookie or yeah. even as a second year player. So let's talk MVP odds. So Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, he's negative 500 right now. He has the highest odds out of everybody. Right behind him is Tom Brady. Uh, I don't think Brady's going to get it, though. I think. It's going to definitely be Rodgers. Yes. You guys might disagree with me on this, but in my opinion, the person that should get the MVP is Aaron Donald. 
Ooh. That's a strong take right I there. I don't know because about that one. When you look at the rank, who is the best team right now in the NFL? Going in, like, right like now. as of right now? Or yeah, as of right the now. Season? Well, or I mean, Cincy or L.A.? There's only two teams left, but. Who's better, I'm saying, like, out of those two? We're going to figure LA. out the 12. It's probably L.A. And who's the biggest leader on that team? Matthew Stafford. I'm t- I'm t- I don't <laughs> care what you say, Matthew no Stafford way. for MVP. No That's way. <laughs> I think Stafford's ranked higher than Aaron Donald for MVP. Yeah, he is. I know, but for years, like, people have said that Aaron Donald is one of the, the most athletic people in the NFL. And, and strongest. Yeah. And when's the last time that a defensive player has won the MVP? I mean, it's an offensive award, though, as much as they might want to not say it. I mean, it, MVP is an offensive award, just like the Heisman. Yeah. Not even just an offensive award. It's mainly just a quarterback award. Like, yeah. Even though Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor both had great seasons, there's no way that they're winning the MVP. It's going to be Rodgers or it's going to be Brady and most likely going to be Rodgers. So I don't really see a defensive player. And even Aaron Donald, he wasn't even – I wouldn't even say he was the best defensive player in the NFC. I think Michael Parsons had a better year than he did. Yeah. And I think T.J. Watt had a better year than both of them. Yeah, the MVP never really goes to, like, the actual most valuable, like – there's a difference between the most valuable player on a team and the best player in the NFL, and usually the award tends to go to the best player in the NFL instead of, like, the most valuable, if that makes sense. Yeah, if we're talking offensive people, though, the person that should get it, in my opinion, is Brady, just for sure, because if we're still talking about this, he's 44 years old, and to be able to put the amount of passing yards that he put up, that's crazy. Like, no one has ever been able to do that. He's got the stats, but I just – I mean, Aaron Rodgers – he put up a better record, finished with a better seed as the not as good a team. Like Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's got Devonta Adams in a pretty good offensive line, but I feel like just Brady overall has more people around him to just like he, to produce a better team than he did. Yeah, Brady has three top wide receivers. He has Chris Godwin, he's got Mike Evans, and he's had Antonio Brown until so week eight, seventeen happened. But so he had like such a great receiving core that he was able to use, and he had Rob Gronkowski, one of his old teammates and current teammates, or was. So I think he had a much better team to work around than Aaron Rodgers did, and Aaron Rodgers still put up great numbers. For sure, but like, how old is Aaron Rodgers? Like thirty? Like thirty-eight. He's getting up there. Thirty-eight. Like if Aaron Rodgers plays till he's forty-four, like nobody ever has been able to play to that age and still have the arm strength and accuracy that Brady has. Like that's why, in my opinion, he's just clearly better. But I don't know if you can count age into the MVP award. I feel like. I mean, you can't really just say, oh, he's 44, he deserves this because he's so old. Like, it's just based on the season, I think, just not age requirement. Yeah, on the flip side of that, Joe Burrow might be the youngest quarterback ever to get the Triple Crown and only quarterback ever. Uh, so if he does win the Super Bowl this weekend or next weekend, then he'll be the first ever Triple Crown and the youngest to get the Double Crown, which is a national championship and a Super Bowl. That would be pretty cool. Joe Burrow is just Joe Burr, cool man. Which yeah, Burrow's on his way to be a superstar, and he's already one of the best QBs coming up in the NFL. And he's only in his second year, his first full year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's already killing it. And he's got already in his rookie year, Jamar Chase, one of the best wide receivers in the whole league. And with those two, and they have Joe Mixon as the running back, they can make some special things happen. Cincinnati's going to be a problem for a while. Their yeah. whole team is so young. If they can get an offensive line. They're, they're just going to be a problem. Yep. So what's everybody's final pick for the MVP? Aaron Rodgers, 100%. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, definitely. I'm either going to go – after you guys talked to me about the whole offensive thing, I kind of changed my mind a little bit. I'm going to say either Matthew Stafford or Tom Brady. I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go a little bit hot take, Cooper Cup. 
Well, that's all the time we have. Join us next week when Dawson will talk about the NHL, MLB, and the college lockout, or MLB lockout and the college basketball.